Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday. Is Monday going to be awesome, or is it going to be awful? Welcome to the show. Every Monday, we're going to look back at the previous week, and we're going to look at some of the things that were awesome about this week and maybe highlight a few things that were awful. So sit back and enjoy the next few minutes. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Monday. Today is August 10th, 2020, and as usual, I'm sitting on the back porch enjoying another good cup of coffee. Uh, It is today, uh, let me see, today is West Java Blend from Starbucks. I know that I've highlighted this on the show before, but for some reason that has grown into my favorite blend of coffee, and I'm afraid that it won't be long before Starbucks pulls that off of the shelf, and uh, we'll have to go to another blend. Uh, But don't worry, pumpkin spice latte season is right around the corner. As you can see today, we're on video, and It is another beautiful day here in New Mexico. It's about 90 degrees. I've got a slight breeze. And as always, the sun is shining. Uh, It is going to be an awesome day. And it's really been an awesome week. I'd like to uh, encourage you, if you don't subscribe to this podcast... You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. It might be Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Play. It may be Spotify, uh, Stitch, wherever it is that you get your podcast from. We are listed there, and we'd appreciate it if you would go ahead and subscribe to this channel. Uh, There's a little notification button on most platforms. If you'll hit that, you'll be notified the next time a podcast is uh, uploaded uh, to our site. Uh, So uh, let me encourage you to do that. Now, this morning, what I would like to do is touch on a subject that uh, most people really haven't given much thought to. And I've given it a title of A Pastor's Path Through the Pandemic. Over the past couple months, I have had pastors call me from all over the country, and they always ask me the same thing. Brother Sin, how are you handling this pandemic? The way that you're administering and leading your church How are you going about this? Uh, I cannot tell you how many times that I have had to answer that question from pastors, uh, even church members and Christians that uh, we know uh, across this world. And I've come to this conclusion as I lead our church through this pandemic. It is not about me. Now, that's surprising, isn't it? And it's not about our church. That's surprising, isn't it? But what it is, it's all about God. Understand that the church belongs to Christ. 
Christ died for the church. He gave himself for the church. He calls it my church. And if it's his church, I believe that he's going to give us direction. And so very early on in this entire process, I determined that I want to do what God wants me to do. I need to find the will of God, and I need to do the will of God. And I understand that uh, the direction God may give you is direct is different than the direction God would give me because your church may be in a different part of the country. Your church may be in a different circumstance and situation. And God is going to direct each individual church in perhaps a unique way. Uh, some have had to uh, have their services outside. Some are still doing drive-in services some are still holding their services strictly online. But the bottom line is, we have a command from the Word of God to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And God may lead you in a different direction. And why He does that, that's His business. But uh, I'm sure that God would have given me different direction if I was, say, in New York City two months ago, or if I was in Los Angeles a couple months ago. But I have to find the direction that God wants me to go, and that's what you have to do. Now, there are some negatives in this whole thing for a pastor. Early on, uh, you would see on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter uh, these neat little pictures that said, please pray for your pastor. He has never pastored through a pandemic before. And that was absolutely right. That was correct. But what many people did not understand is this pastor, your pastor, is going to be criticized no matter what decision he makes. Uh, if a pastor decides that he is going to close the church and uh, just do online only for a few months, there are going to be people that are going to criticize him for that. If a pastor decides that God wants me to uh, continue to hold services but uh, maintain social distancing and shut down some of our ministries for a short period of time. Uh, people are going to criticize him for either opening the church or for uh, eliminating or putting on pause certain ministries. If a pastor decides that God wants him to keep his church open and all the ministries running, uh, he is going to be criticized for that. There is no getting around being criticized. And if you've pastored for any length of time, uh, you know that to be true by experience. Uh, so we have to get past this idea that I want to do what's perfect uh, without anybody criticizing me. This is where I landed on all of this. I have decided that I don't want God to criticize me when I stand before the judgment seat of Christ. I don't want that. If 
Everybody here on earth is going to criticize me, and God's going to be pleased with me. I'm okay with that. I want to do what God wants me to do, because at the end of the day, it is not about me. It is only about me finding the will of God and doing the will of God. So how does a pastor do that? Prayer is essential. Uh, you have got to pray, and you've got to earnestly and fervently pray and seek the will of God. God, what would you have me to do? And when God reveals his will, you have to, by faith and with courage, do what God wants you to do. Um, another thing that I have realized and I hope that you have as well, is that it's not about me, and it's not about you. It is not all about the pastor. Uh, it is about every Christian. It is about every member in your church, because this trial is bringing things into their lives that is going to cause them to see what kind of Christian they are and give them an opportunity to grow. Uh, God is growing every Christian through this trial. Some are going to fail during this trial, and you're going to uh, have to come to the conclusion that not everybody is going to come through this. There's going to be some in your church uh, that are going to start out responding poorly to this trial in their life, but they're going to learn some lessons along the way. They're going to learn faith along the way, uh, and they are going to win a victory in their own lives through this. That's one of the benefits of trials in our lives, and uh, this pandemic is certainly one of those. Uh, but there's also something else that we cannot overlook, and I have been blessed and privileged to be able to see this. It is during this time when uh, others may not be responding perfectly or correctly. Uh, there, it's during this time when some people are struggling with their faith uh, that somebody unexpected in your church is going to shine, shine, shine. They are going to have faith. And it may be somebody that you've overlooked in the past. It may be somebody that is kind of quiet, somebody that's kind of introverted, and during the pandemic and, and during all the chaos, uh, they show themselves uh, to be faithful and consistent uh, and to be spiritual and to be brave. Uh, and uh, it may have taken a pandemic and a trial in their lives uh, for them to realize it and for you to see it. And so that is one of the beautiful things about a trial that comes our way. Uh, but always remember, faith is the victory. You know, we discovered during this time who we yield ourselves to. Some will yield themselves to faith, and some will yield themselves to fear. We find that out about ourselves during a trial.
Some will yield themselves to the will of God. Some will yield themselves to the will of somebody on TV telling you what you should and shouldn't do. We're going to find that out about ourselves as we go through this trial. We are going to discover what kind of courage that we have in our life of faith uh, as we go through this. I'm reminded of three Hebrew young men by the name of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, If you're not familiar with them, if you get to the book of Daniel in your Bible, uh, you're going to see this great account of these three young men. They were given a mandate by the king, and they were not alone in this. Everybody in the kingdom, when they heard all the instruments play, they were commanded to bow down and worship a graven image that the king had set up. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not the only people in that kingdom that worshiped Jehovah God. They were not the only children of Israel uh, that were there in that kingdom, Uh, but they were the only ones to stand when the instruments started playing. Those three young men decided we are not going to disobey God. We are not going to disobey the commandments of God. We are not going to bow down to a graven image no matter what kind of threat is levied against us. And the threat that they had was a very serious one. Uh, Anyone that did not bow, they were going to be thrown into a fiery furnace. And sure enough, that's what happened to them. The instruments started playing. Everybody bowed, and there were three young men that were still standing. They threw them in that burning, fiery furnace. And when the king looked down into that furnace, he said, didn't we throw three down there? And they said, yeah, we threw three. He said, well, I see four. And that fourth one's a little different. He looks like the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And when they pulled them out of that furnace, not only were they alive, but they weren't hurt, they weren't singed, they didn't even smell like smoke because God blessed them and God honored their courage. God honored their faith. And we're going to learn that during this pandemic. Uh, Situations like this, any trial that comes our way is another opportunity for Christians to shine. It's another opportunity for us to show our faith to a lost and dying world. Uh, There is something that uh, I have discovered about somebody that has faith. If they have faith in the trials some reason they also have joy. I don't know why. I don't have a verse of scripture to share with you about that. But I know that with great faith and great confidence comes joy. And any time that we, we find ourselves in the center of God's will, we'll find joy. Uh, will this week bring a trial into your life? Absolutely it will. Will this week... Uh, bring 
some more pandemic uh, bad news your way? Absolutely. Uh, but it'll be an awesome week if you can just find God's will and do God's will and determine that you are going to make your choices just to please Him. And so that is my message today. For those of you that don't normally listen to this podcast, uh, I am usually pretty light. Uh, It is a fun podcast. We talk about some current events. We talk about coffee. We talk about baseball. We always have a story about my mother uh, that uh, I've entitled Misadventures with Mom. Today we won't do that, but um, uh, next week uh, I think that we're going to pick up uh, in Paris once again. So uh, I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to trust uh, that you're going to have an awesome week. Uh, Let's leave awful in the rearview mirror and let's press towards awesome. Awesome. God bless you. Have a great week.